Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dinovite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dinovite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. It's a wonderful day, August 27th. It is warm in the West Coast, especially in California. Appreciate everybody being with us. We have so many affiliates out there. We really, really appreciate you. Um, I hope you're... Uh, your listeners love our show, and, and we like to say we're the most entertaining, exciting, and sometimes informative show on earth. But uh, you know what? We're trying to make it fun and entertaining, but you're going to learn a little bit, too, of what's going on. We're going to talk a, a little bit about cyber flashers, Brad Pitt uh, settling a lawsuit, Maxwell, Harvey Weinstein, Kanye West, a really interesting Hawaiian couple uh, case, uh, and, and, yeah. Well, I, I just got to clarify because you kind of you kind of ran those two together. I did. It's not cyber flasher. Brad Pitt settles a lawsuit. It's a cyber flasher case, comma. Oh, okay. Period. So and then there's a Brad Pitt case where he settled a lawsuit that has nothing to do with cyber flashing. So if I don't have any comments, well, at least that it, we know of. It's, well, yes, yes. I don't even know where my cyber is. How do I flash it? I, I, yeah, I have no idea. You know. So if there's no comments, cyber flashers, Brad Pitt, uh, Maxwell, yes, yes. Weinstein, and West with a Hawaii couple? Exactly. Something oh, like that. So yeah. no commas. Yeah, or, yeah. There's supposed to be commas between all that. Punctuation matters. We're going to get a cease and desist from Brad Pitt's legal team. What's he never that? cyber flashed that you can prove. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the comma. <laughs> My bad. We are a news program too, so we we, we got we've got exceptions. Anyway, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have a great time uh, uh, explaining a few things. The cyber flashers. That that's really interesting, and it's. I've got some serious questions about it, but you've got to hear about the cyber. There's Lawsuits are going to fly in that one, let me tell you right now, about cyber flashing. And uh, we're not going to get into more detail of that. Yeah. Fly. fly. Keyword been, fly. How was the fly involved? Yes. Uh, well, well, the fly was open, apparently. That's I, why there's cyber flashing. That's yeah. where the cyber is? I don't know. I'm not sure. There's you a know what, though? Todd doesn't get it. 
because yeah. he thinks cyber flashing is flashing pictures of his kitties. That's a yeah. fair point. Yeah. yeah. Unsolicited uh, kitty photos. Stop, stop. <laughs> Denise. <laughs> Dirks, <laughs> you're setting me up. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just go into case or no case, Cal? And just I, I, think, of, I think just we'd get better. Rid of these now it's time to play case or no case. All right, here we go. Ed Hispaniola was ecstatic. He had just purchased a brand new used Chevy Citation after his college graduation. A brand new used well, it was, Chevy Citation. Well, okay, new to great. him, as they say, right? And the bank sent him the paperwork. In the envelope was the vehicle's title and a copy of the note, and it was marked paid. Ed figured his mommy had paid the note off in full, as has happened just before Christmas. Mom. Ed decided, I got a windfall, man. I'm getting rid of this doggy citation. I'm getting me a Mustang with those little T-tops up there. You know what I'm talking about? So he did that. And then came the letter from the bank. Bank error. We want the title back. We want the note back. And we want the back payments due on the citation. He verified all of this. And now he had two payments to make, one for the new Ford and one for the Chevy that he traded in where the payoff was no good because obviously the bank made an error. And then there was a nefarious lawyer starting to bother him, demanding that he make the payments or he'd have him arrested for fraud. Ed decided he needed representation, so he wanted to see if he had a case against the bank or maybe against the heavy-handed lawyer. Yes, he wanted to know if he had a case or no case. Fred Penny, you're up. I mean, I know the answer. The answer is, yeah, he's got to pay it um, because you have to, in order in a contract or an agreement, there has to be value given on both sides. And he gave nothing. So for him to get the car for nothing, mistake or no state mistake, he gave no value. They would win. The question is, is this a case or no case? I'm going to say bank wins and it is a case. All right, Todd, what do you think about that? Did the lawyer work for the bank? Was he, was he a bank lawyer that was... He was not a bank employee, but okay. he was a heavy-handed collection guy. I think his name was Bruno. And when he, <laughs> when, he bought the, when he bought the Mustang, did he finance it through the same bank that he got the citation through? Unknown. I don't believe so. Okay. So I'll, I'll say that this is a case. And what the heck? I'm going to say that, uh, well, they reach a settlement, and here's my thinking on this. So I agree with Fred that's bank error. Now, I've played Monopoly a ton. And usually when you get the bank error, it's bank error in your favor, pay $200. So going on my Monopoly law background, <laughs> my, expertise, my expertise as Parker a, Brothers law as a board game Parker Brothers Monopoly playing lawyer. Right. Um, so Fred is right that he still has the obligation to pay. But the bank error telling him that it had been paid off, he relied on that to his detriment Ooh. in purchasing the new vehicle. Mm -hmm. So now you have this offset. Yes, the bank is entitled to their money, but he's incurred additional damages because of the bank error. Ooh, so it ends up being a lawsuit but a wash. However, he does get a little something extra because of the uh, harassment from the private lawyer trying to collect uh, the outstanding debt. So it's a case, but they settle. Okay, Denise, what do you think about this case or no case? In the case of the wanton bank error and the Chevy citation. Well, I think it's the bank's fault. They made the error, 
And I do like the reasoning about him um, relying upon that to, you know, justifiably relying on that bank error. Um, and I, it sounded to me like that lawyer threatened fraud criminal action, uh, not any kind of a, a, another one. So that's a huge problem. Um, but this isn't a case. You're smart, Denise. This just isn't a case. It's too detailed. There's too much going on. There's too much, you know, all of this stuff. It just fits too nice and neatly into a package. I think Cal made this up. Mm. I think Denise is probably more right than Todd and I because Mm. I think it's made-up day. Well, that's interesting that you all would think that. I love the fact that each of you came up with a different conclusion to the same set of facts. And by the way, this is... An actual case. Yes, it is a case. Oh, Denise, yes. But wait, there's more. I love it. It was settled in arbitration. But wait, there's more. Ed Hispaniola got an extra $1,000 knocked off the citation loan because of the bank error and of their contract employee. But he coming. still had to pay the money, had though. Had to pay the rest. But I he, win. But he got but he got 1000 bucks. So what? That, well, Todd, said, Todd said settlement, and he got a little something extra. He did. He got an extra 1000 bucks taken off the okay, note. Okay, that's Todd, too. But I yep. said they won, too, which is right. They and, got their money. Well, I, I said they settled. I think we're just too, but I don't think we have to And say he had to pay settled. the $2,000 in eight equal installments. So he had to put in a lot of overtime, but he got it so done. The bank gets their, and the yeah. bank gets their money, and the lawyer gets a little chastisement, but they did lose a grand I in the think deal. I 2 2. And that is case that or no case. We each get two, man. That's what I say. Yep, that's what Except I say. Me. All right. Sorry. And, and next hour, next I'm going hour. to take you to Bemidji, Minnesota, and the case of Eddie Westergaard or Edie Westergaard and her brother. That's next hour on Case or No Case. And now back to Radio Lata. Wow. I mean, just leading from there directly into cyber flashing, i tell you right now. Well, we don't have time anywhere. We only have 30 seconds oh, or so. Oh, well, let's go so, on. Let's yeah. go on. We'll come back, talk about cyber flashing when we're done. All right. And we thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk right here on your local radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be back in just a little bit. Don't go away. RadioLawTalk.com. The commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. 
Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. 800 down. The commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. And now back to Radio Law Talk. Here are Fred Penny, Denise Dirks, and Todd Cunin. What do you do when you receive an unsolicited quote, sexually graphic text, email, or something from an app. Well, there's a bill now that went through California that says you can now sue them if that comes through. Um, and by the way, apparently there has been no, uh, there's not one no vote through any of the assembly or anything 
going through now. Yeah, that would be like political suicide yes. for somebody to raise it. You know, we got to think about this. Uh, you know, is, is it really a harm? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that the kids get a text. Yeah, way, way to uh, yeah, way to seal your fate in politics. If, if well, you voted no. well, that would be former uh, Senator Wien, you know Weiner, right? From Scott, um, Scott Weiner, San Francisco. Yes. Oh no, not him. Oh, you mean oh the guy the other from one. oh the yeah the uh, one that was married to the assistant for Clinton. oh Huma yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, who was who who literally was uh, a cyber, cyber flashing. Yes. 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 I mean now, the do, uh, do you use a flash in cyber flashing well, photos? I just wondering. here's the question. Uh, okay, yes. ready? Fred Penny throws the controversy out. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, uh, here's the question: Will you please in this? Assembly bill, define sexually graphic for me. That's going to be the issue. That's well, going to be the issue. Well, here, here's, and constitutionality too, right? So here's the thing. In the bill, in the bill, they refer to it as, quote, obscene material. Now, this is, this is now, it's codified. This is California right, right, Civil Code right. Section 1708.88. And in it, it, it says you can't send unsolicited obscene material. Now, I'm not going to get into the description of no. the acts because there's a lot, but I want to read the second half of it. It says, uh, if a person sends, and then there's a list of things, to, uh, to another, when taken as a whole, that to the average person applying contemporary statewide standards appeals to the prurient interest that taken as a whole depicts or describes this conduct in a patently offensive way and that, again, taken as a whole, lacks serious literary, artistic, political, vague, or scientific value. Vague, 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 way too vague. That is... It, no, that, you, you know it when you how, see it, but, guys. Okay, yeah. but you know when you see it, Denise, in Utah or in Southern California? Which That's why one? I said the community. They defined the community here. They yeah, did. Uh, so, central, central Iowa is going to be different than San Francisco. Well, I also yes, think, exactly. That's why it's not nationwide. It's only California. I know that, but I'm just I'm just using a general. Yeah. But you, you go up to you know Butte County or uh, you know uh, Shasta County where where Cal's from. It's going to be different than L.A. County. But you mentioned something interesting there, Denise, because he you referenced what Iowa or something. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I know it's California. But, but the, but... No, I know, but what what Denise said there was interesting because this bill applies to California. But what if you are living in the state of California right. and somebody from Iowa sends you a picture that qualifies as this? You're going to have no, liability in California. The, right. the jurisdi- California is going to say that this gives you jurisdiction wherever the recipient is or the person who sends it is. Yes. Well, so, the person in Iowa is going to send a one-piece bathing suit with shorts on, so that's good. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, Fred, I, I was thinking about this because I, I was fascinated by this story when it broke. Right. And, and I thought to myself, the next definition will be which the recipient finds offensive. I mean, that's a, that's isn't that really what uh, the see, community? I, I mean, I, I'm okay. just saying that's the language that well, they may the, try if, next. If the recipient <sighs> didn't find it offensive, there's never going to be a criminal complaint filed, right? But <laughs> well, but so. guess what though? You know, my mother-in-law, love her. I, I'm no no lie. She grew up in Canada, grew up in the you know 30s. The F word to the day she died, she thought was a flatulent. You know, you, I'm not going to say that. You know, you, you pass gas. 
That's what she thought the, the word was her whole life. I mean, it's so I mean, to her, what is offensive is going to be much different than a rapper in L.A. It just <laughs> it's got to tell you that. Right. And, and she was a California lady. So, you know what? I, I just think it's so broad and vague. How do you set that standard? And I know what people are arguing and yelling. Well, they're setting standards in that now. There are standards like even in. PG thirteen R X whatever the rate rating is they set standards but where's that standard well, going to be? Well, the famous case on this from Supreme Court, they were you know it's 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 um, uh, kind of like I can't remember the word they use but it's something that appeals to the purient interest that is from a Supreme Court it case. Is, it is. Yeah. And then they went on to say what is pornography because it was whether or not this material before them I think it was Hustler. Right. Whether or not it was pornography or not. And here comes the great quote. Yes. And they said literally, well, you know it when you see it. And that we talk about vague, right? You know Uh, it when you see it. Yeah. And it was it was a hustler guy. It was um, Larry 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 Flint's case. Yeah. You know it when you see it. But yet one of the things in this bill that I thought was interesting was the the very last part, which um, is. No pun intended, subsection D of the bill. It says this section does not apply to any of the following. So it doesn't apply to the Internet service provider, mobile uh, data provider. So if somebody uses their phone to take a a picture that would qualify and sends it to somebody unsolicited, Verizon's not going to face problem because they're the mobile service provider. Or they airdrop it so Apple won't face Apple's not going to face problems, you know, whatever they have there. Um, Any service that transmits it. So if if somebody sends a a picture through the DM function in Instagram or Facebook or or, uh, Twitter, Twitter's not going to face a problem. It's still the person that sent it. But it's the last one here that I thought was interesting. And it says, quote, this is subdivision four. An individual who has not expressly opted out of receiving sexually explicit images on the service in which there's transmitted, where such option is available. So if there's a service and there's the ability to opt out of receiving anything like this and you don't click it to opt out and then receive something from it, you no know. cause of action for you. That's interesting. Wow, that's it. I didn't even know you can do an opt out. It, it says on services that provide it. Yeah. So which services provide well, it? I we'll, think very few. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll talk more about uh, Brad Pitt settling a lawsuit. That's an interesting one. Hang on. Keep your seatbelts on. Yep. Sometimes things get complicated. That's one of the fun aspects of listening to Radio Law Talk, and the show will continue after we take our bottom of the hour break right here on your local radio station and on radiolawtalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is 
is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Men. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, Call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at 869 That is on the dodo. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Uh, Denise, how old is Brad Pitt? Don't look. I have no idea. I think he's like 52. I would say he's 58, 59. Cal, how old? 60. I got to say one thing. Tom Cruise is 60 and Brad Pitt's 58 and they look great. I know a lot of it's makeup and, you know, but doggone it. How do people at that? That's, those, that's my age. I'm 59. How do, but you look just as good as they do, Fred. No, way better. They just way had a little better. work done, that's all. <laughs> my physique, yeah. Yeah, I've had no work done. I need, problem is, need, if I had work, it'd be backhoe. They'd have to bring the backhoe in. <laughs> Chainsaws, you know. <clears throat> but man, man alive. I said, every time I see Brad Pitt, and by the way, I want, is he still smoking? I know he was a smoker. No. He's not anymore? Uh-uh. Nope, he's not smoking good, or drinking. Good for him. But um, doggone it, some people are just made to be handsome their whole life. Isn't that right? Why, thank you, Fred. We're talking about Paul Newman. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Paul Newman. You talk about Brad Pitt, and it's just like, doggone it. How at 58, a year younger than me, he looks so good. And I guess that Johnny Depp's 59. And, and... And, uh, but he has—he's not quite as good looking. Johnny Depp no. shows his age a little. No, more. he does. But no, the best uh, Brad Pitt is good. Look- so my my wife said this the other night. We were watching a movie, and Keanu Reeves was on. She goes, "Man, he's looking old." <laughs> Sorry, Keanu. I don't know if you listen to us, but man, he's looking old. My wife looks him up. Hey, he's my age. <laughs> we're, we're looking old. I say, yeah, we're looking kind of old, But you know, he too. did the cleverest. Keanu Reeves did a very clever thing. He was being interviewed on one of those actors' workshop kinds of things where a guy was grilling him a little bit. And the guy was very snarky to him. He said, Keanu, have you, have you ever envisioned yourself in a movie where you actually took acting lessons? Oh. And Keanu looked at him and said, well... I'm pretending to enjoy this now. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Awesome. Good comeback. Yeah. That's a good comeback. All right. Well, what, what happened? Brad Pitt, his foundation, which is called uh, Make It Right Foundation, which he does wonderful things 
with the Make It Right Foundation. And what he did prior to uh, Katrina, big uh, Hurricane Katrina, went to New Orleans and helped build houses and raise money to build houses for the, the needy. And didn't give them to them, but they got it at a discount, the homes. They paid $150,000 for these homes, but he raised the money and the funds and, and donated money to help build these homes. Way cheaper uh, to purchase than anything else. Well, what happens? Hurricane Katrina comes. Not Katrina. What's the one? No, Hurricane Katrina came before. He was yeah. trying oh, to, yeah, 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 yeah. No, trying no, to help right. after. You're after right. The, afterwards. That's yeah. right. Afterwards. That's exactly right. And then they build them, and then what happens? What happens when you do something kind? You always get paid back in the A negative. <laughs> yeah. You get sued. No, it was like treat, teach him for doing something nice. He actually was charitable. Building these homes, 107,000 families, low-income families, were able to get these homes 107 and buy them. Home, 107 homes. Yeah, 107,000. Uh, he might have done more, but 107,000 sued him. And 107,000 people. No, 107. Yeah, you thousand. said 107. Yeah. 107, yeah. not thousand. I'm sorry. Yeah, 107. Yeah, they sued him because they had de- uh, defects in their homes. Well, and he didn't build them. Well, he was the charitable foundation behind it that put the money up to build them and paid the contractors. And so technically, he became the principal. Oh, the deep pocket. Yeah. I I get that. And I get that the, uh, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. But let's put myself, I'm going to put myself in the shoes of the 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 person that bought, which given my current salary is not that much of a stretch. So um, I, Welcome I, to my world. I'm going yeah. to put myself in their shoes. Katrina comes in. I've lost my house. I have no home. Some actor comes along, says, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to provide an opportunity where you can finance on your own dime a home for $125,000, bucks, which is no small amount for those folks. Great. Oh, that's great. He's going to do this, and the home gets built, and I get in. And then the home has problems, which, if you believe some, to the extent that it would probably be better if you just tore the whole thing down. But I'm on the hook for a mortgage for this thing that I just bought from you that right. you came in and sold to me. Even so if it was cheap. Even if it was just... cheap, I'm still out this money. Right. And, and, it's and, and... and the reason Pitt got involved with the lawsuit was because the foundation that he was originally working with to build them wasn't responding to the problems. So by adding him to the lawsuit, it got him back in, and he was able to work with other foundations to make sure that they were made whole. So you kind of had to bring – look, I bought the house because you were the face associated with it. It was your great thing. Can you make it right so now I'm not out 150000 bucks for a house that I really can't live in? Well, yeah, that so, each in the settlement, $20 million or something like that. They, Twenty yeah. million five hundred thousand, and, yes. and it's each house gets $25,000 to, to for, for, for the reimbursements for what they had to repair. To yeah. remediate, this, yeah. In yeah. this one picture, the, what surprises me, okay, is I see a picture of just like one example of a house, and it's got stairs going up to the lower level. Um, apartment or home or whatever it is, but then it's got these stairs that literally go all the way up the side of the house and to a second story. I mean, who can walk that? And it looks extremely dangerous, to be honest. Well, I think that's the, they're 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 tearing it up. They're redoing part of it. That's well, I think that's the when they is. built it because that's the paper. 
See, that's the paper uh, on but this, the building. But this picture is of a house. It's not done yet. So I, I, I would, yeah. I would think that it would be highly unlikely that that this is a house where they were going to sell it with a staircase that goes up to a second floor with no rail. Um, I, I, yeah. that, that no, would be just a... going up to the second floor on all those stairs. <laughs> it's about a, it's about and, a forty-five and, degree angle. We're just going to lay plywood over it. That's your wheelchair ramp. Good luck. Uh, yeah. Well, you whoops. know, New We're Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. Most of the houses there are the shotgun houses. You know that are just straight through. Mm-hmm. They call them shotgun because you can shoot a gun through the front door really? and it go out the back door. Yeah. Yeah, just square, kind of, yeah. I wonder if those attic areas are up there for hurricane safety. You've got a place to go in the event of flooding, I wonder. That's not a bad idea. Hmm. I don't think they have basements, right? No, no, not like that. Shoddy work is what they call it. Well, at least Brad came, uh, stepped up and paid $20.5 million out of his, probably his foundation and and, uh, and and I think he didn't have to personally pay it. No, but, but but he was the one. It took him getting back involved to actually get the thing resolved. Yes, and and kudos for him for not saying, oh, yeah. It's a good way to use the cachet behind the name. Yeah. Good for him. He did a great thing there. I think. He, he he did. You know, and I get that he's you know, he's fifty eight. He's good looking. But I, but I ask you this question. He's single. That that, that, <laughs> that doesn't sway me at all. Uh, but I ask you this question. For all of those things, does Brad Pitt have a book coming out? Does he have a book? He could. Now, now, if Tom Cruise had a book coming out, there's one title he would not be able to use despite Top Gun. And it would be he couldn't use the name Goose. He couldn't. Fred, why is this applicable to you? I thought you were going to say Mission Impossible. My book is coming out September 9th. That was very nice of you, Todd. Nice segue, Todd. Yeah. Segue, Todd. Goose. It was called The Golden Goose. It's now called The Goose. It's a three-part series. It's a three-book series. Book one comes out on September 9th on Amazon, so look for it, the Goose, and it's actually pretty dang cool. I, you know what? We're having problems with our Instagram. Start, we're going to start working on our Facebook more for Radio Law Talk. I'll throw up the picture of the book on it, but coming out September 9th. It's about – it's interesting. It's about the William Collins family when he's age 75. I'm 59, and I, I, I had publishers help me work on it. And guess who is co-writing it with me? And I think, did I tell you guys who's my co-writer? No. no. And who's helping me is Mark Victor Hansen, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Oh, wow. nice. Yes. That is, that is a great and, series. 150 million copies worldwide. You know, you've got to learn to get good people to help you, yes, friend. I, I don't understand someone the someone that's got problem. Some, a little bit of oomph behind them. You know, not like Mark. But, yeah, we're pretty excited. The very front of it talks about Mark being a collaborator on it. And it talks about William Collins and how he grew up and became successful. And it is a fiction but based on my life. It's kind of interesting because I told him I don't want to sit there – I don't want to write a book. Okay, this is about, oh, this is what I've done. This is how I've done this. These are my sayings. This is what I've learned. This is how you can become successful. Or if you follow these principles, you might be able to do something right in life. But you know what? Um, so it's fictitious, but it's gonna—it's really actually pretty good. It's my book, and I'm, I think it's pretty dang good. But September 9th, Goose. Is Can't wait. Called The Golden Goose, but they, they, they just trimmed it down. It's Goose, and it's all gold, the book. All the gold pictures. Well, we come back. We're going to talk about Maxwell, speaking of Goose. And... Uh, <laughs> well, well, after after Miss um, Maxwell, we're going to talk about Kanye West, and then we got more after that, and we're going to talk about Harvey Weinstein, et cetera, et cetera. And we just learned what our Christmas present is going to be, Todd. Yeah, <laughs> that and salad dressing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're back. Words for me. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here on this local radio station and on radiolawtalk.com, where you can get all back episodes free. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549-800-832-1549-800-832-1549-That's 800-832-1549. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you. 
Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188-800-635-7188-800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Right. I was going to do some Aloha music, you know, but I'm not very good at that. Can We're really good. It's Denise really bad. Denise is dancing here with her little Hawaiian stuff. Todd. What's going on in Hawaii? Well, you know, this is this is an interesting story about a couple who's lived in Hawaii for you know nearly twenty over twenty years. Let me tell you about Bobby Fort and Julie Montague, husband and wife. Mr. Fort born in nineteen sixty seven, along in there. Miss Montague born in nineteen sixty eight. So they're you know around my age, fifty four, fifty five years old, and uh, he had recently retired uh, you know, four or five years ago from the Coast Guard after a 20-plus year career in the Coast Guard where he achieved a higher security clearance. He spent a lot of time in Alaska as part of his assignment. She stayed in Hawaii, just a, a nice couple. They had a house there, and, and people knew them, lifelong folks. Well, here's the problem. Bobby Fort, Bobby Fort's real name is Walter Primrose and Gwen Morrison's real name is uh, or and uh, uh, Julie Montague's real name is Gwen Morrison. Bobby Gave away that away there. Who's on first? And uh, and so those aren't their real names. Oh, and in fact, no. those aren't their real birth dates. Each one of them has a birth date about ten years earlier. Turns out that Bobby Fort and Julie Montague were the names of two infants that died. In the same hospital shortly after they were born oh, and these on. two individuals primrose and morrison adopted their identities back in the 90s back in the in late 80s and got married they were already married they got married again using their new names and had lived lives as these other individuals up until they were recently apprehended that came about because one of them actually sent a uh, a notice to a previous family member saying, hey, get a hold of me, and they used their real name and not the other name, and then that raised suspicions. Now both of them are in custody. They're in custody because, using those fraudulent names, the uh, husband, Primrose, well, he got into the Coast Guard. If he'd used his real name and real birth date, he'd have never qualified to get in the Coast Guard. He went up the ranks in the Coast Guard and achieved the rank, his high security clearance rank, using a fraudulent name, never caught by the Coast Guard, never detected, nothing. So crazy. It is it is weird. And then law enforcement did a raid on their house in Honolulu, their, their family home. And they have no kids, but they found Polaroids 
of the two of them in what experts have said are authentic KGB uniforms. Oh, that's Those dope. pictures taken in the 80s. Wow. I love the kitty bumps. And so you've got this here, and there's a lot of suspicion and cloud of suspicion over these two individuals. They're being held in custody, but what legal experts as well as the courts are saying is, well, aside from the fraud, which you would normally allow somebody to get bail on, all of the other arguments from the government are suspicious. Uh, suspicion and innuendo. They have no concrete facts that these people are spies. They're doing anything. So the question is, how are they being held no bail? But they still are. They were denied a a release on bail yet again last week. This was federal court then? Yes. Yes. Wow. And and so they're, they're, they're facing charges, suspected espionage, but they have no actual proof of that. They're only being detained right now on the fraud associated with them using somebody else's identification. They, wow. they appropriated the identity of two dead kids, or dead infants, for their own use. But it's just a bizarre case. Well, that's all bad form. They obviously shouldn't have done that. But I'm sure the judge is thinking to himself, until I know why, these guys may present a security risk to our country. Is that possible? Except that that shouldn't be the that basis. That shouldn't be the basis. That, that is a presumption of guilt. I'll give you that. Exactly. Yeah. That shouldn't yeah. be the basis for keeping uh, them. What she said, what the judge said was that um, they lacked solid ties to Hawaii, which well, meaning after they living would flee. there for 20 years. They would flee. Well, the, the problem is, I, I get that they the judge two says homes that. There. Where are they going to go? And that's that's what you pointed out, Denise. Yeah. I thought that was a, you know, you're right on the on the money. We own two houses here in Hawaii. We've lived here for 20 years. Yes. We we have family. We have friends here. Admittedly, it was a fraudulent life, but nonetheless, it was our life, right? Exactly. Just crazy stuff. So did they have a plea or anything yet? I mean, No, no. People people have different names, right? They switch their names all the time. But you got to do it legally, don't you? I know you do, but this is Hawaii. You know, they're all out on the the beach. There's a couple of people on the beach that are uh, hanging loose. loose. They're probably billionaires that nobody knows about. It's not the first time somebody in Hawaii has used a name that wasn't really theirs. (laughs) Show up and left the family. Wasn't there the Florida lawyer that disappeared from his family? They thought he was lost forever. He was super wealthy, and he was a power trial lawyer. And just went berserk and just left. Never, never saw him until they found him in, I don't remember what, Mexico or somewhere. And he was a little mechanic for a little, uh, little, uh, uh, small engine shop, right? Small engine shop. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that story. He was like a small engine shop and he was just living on the beach. Sometimes that's what I want to do. I want to build a, um, a small house in, in San Felipe. In Mexico? Yes. That's kind um, of a dangerous country right now, isn't it? Well, not San Felipe, though. San Felipe, the the road was built by the Army Corps of Engineers, so it's very safe. It's all, you know, engineered Oh, the people correctly. on the side are, are safe, too, right? They're going to stop you? Well, no. there's the federales <laughs> that stop you on the road. That's right. For sure. And if, so you've got a hundy a in there, if you've got a hundy in there when the federales pull you, you can usually get away. Yes. yes. No. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know what they say? Yeah. No, they they absolutely. You're talking about a Honda H- or a Honda? A Hyundai, hundred buck, hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Usually the federales will go. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see you here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> have a nice bye. <laughs> okay, now I get it. Did I ever tell you the story? This is true. I know it's anecdotal. I went scuba diving down in Guaymas and San Carlos. That and we is had anecdotal. A, and we had a we had a police police officer with us that was wonderful police officer out of Arizona. And we pulled in. I will never forget pulling in at the border, and this was probably, you know, 1988, 
and we pulled off the side, and we were the pickup was loaded with all of our gear and equipment. And he says, they said, pull over. And and next thing you know, we stopped, and he went and checked another car. All these cars and trucks pulling over, checking them all. We were there for an hour and a half. Wow. And we finally, my a person I know said, you know you have to hand him a 20 or something. And he kept coming over looking, oh, I'll be back. And the guy goes, I'm not doing that. I'm a police officer, one police officer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, said, I we guess it's going, on me. <laughs> we, we traveled to Acapulco, and we brought my mom's uh, canned foods with us. We were stopped in New Mex- in Mexico City. They said, you know, pay us money. And um, my mom says, I want a receipt. And they're going, no, under the table, under the table. She goes, oh, I want a receipt. It's like, mom, it doesn't <laughs> work that way. We ended up paying 100 just to get that food in, yeah, yes. Well, yeah. you, you know, after after the 9th of September, I, Fred, how about, a cop, how about a copy of my book? Would you take a, Would you take some salad dressing? Salad dressing? <laughs> would you take Here's some, some salad? Newman's Here's own. some Newman's own salad dressing. Oh, you you can go. You or can perhaps go, a book with a carve out and a bottle of salad dressing inside. Yes, no, yes. the book with the carve out with the salad dressing goes into the you know jail. Yeah, because because the salad dressing would be the contraband. Yes. That's right. what I'm saying. Uh, yes. And they could probably sell it for money. Well, we're <laughs> going to get into talking about an inmate but that sues for miscarriage. I, I want to lay that out there so you. I want you to think about it. This is why. Because when I first read Inmate Sues for a Miscarriage, I said, oh, my gosh. What, what else are inmates suing about? Because they, you know, as a lawyer, I get the proverbial letter, hey, will you handle this? police brutality case in prison for me, and we're all like, yeah, no. Yeah, but, thanks. But, no, yeah. but wait until you hear the facts of this case that I want to tease you on. It's stunning. It's interesting, beyond normal. And I'm like, what? And and this is based out of California. We're going to discuss it and find out what exactly happened. And then after that, we're going to get into Harvey Weinstein. We're going to get into, because uh, we're, oh, we're coming up to hour three, Cal. So hour three, we're going to do a case or no case. Harvey Weinstein. We're going to talk about a Yale K, uh, New Haven hospital case. Divorce issues with the ex, Miss Murdoch. And Denise Dirks is going to talk about that, the family law attorney. And then we got to talk about Andrew Cuomo, right? Yeah. And then what after that? we got a couple more things, but just hang on and we'll tell you what they are later. And a case or no case that takes you to Bemidji, Minnesota, that great university town. That's uh, coming up next hour. Right here on Radio Law Talk with Todd Kunin, Fred Penny, and the lovely and talented Denise Dirks. Stay tuned as the radio program will continue at six minutes after the hour. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. 
No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly healthcare costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. 